Hello, welcome to It's the Tea. He's Art to the Edgy. And she's Nick Jew. Every time I'm like, do I remember how to do this? You do. <laughs> I do. Hit my theme music. Oh, no. Really? Yes. I thought taking a couple weeks off because no. you know, we really only do every other week. But <laughs> Right. I, no, it just okay. put more shit in the bank to discuss. <laughs> So, so really, we're just making it worse for ourselves. Yes. <laughs> Got it. This don't make no goddamn sense. I said it don't make no goddamn sense. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What the fuck? Oh, no. Did it cost me $600 to replace a pair of glasses? Excuse me? America. America has a problem. <laughs> no. This is going to turn into a much bigger rant about the way this country treats people with disabilities. Um, And I am not trying to play the oppression Olympics. And I understand that I'm speaking from a place of privilege. Anyway, girl, I lost my glasses like a month ago. Um, And I don't have like the worst vision known to man. But when I, before I wore glasses, my vision was 2015, better than perfect. I had. I was like, like, I don't know what that means. A jet pilot vision. I had perfect, per- better than perfect vision. Okay. And then um, at one point, driving home at night, everything started to get a little blurry. So I got glasses. Uh, a lot of optometrists have been very like flippant with me because of the degree to which my vision is not bad. It's like a joke to them. But then I finally was told to tell them that my vision used to be 2015. So they have been like correcting me back to 2020 and I'm still like not feeling like my vision is sharp enough in my glasses, especially at night and driving. And I told my optometrist in December, I do not want to become one of those people who can't drive at night. I'm too young for that. Right, of course. So we figured it out. We got me the perfect pair of fucking glasses. I lost them. I lost them. I lost them. It's nobody's fault but my own. I did. I don't want to. Girl, this is about to be a rant and a rave (laughs) and a rage, baby. Um, in a probably in a dressing room in a mall because I have not been to a mall in 137 years. And my first trip back, I just put my glasses down somewhere. I went back to every store that I was in and asked the people about my glasses. The people at H&M were utterly fucking useless. Nobody cares about the shit that you lost except for you. They really I've got, don't give a shit. I tried calling. Unless it's a child. And even then, maybe not so much. Um, so I, I, they're gone. I have now progressive lenses because again, I'm 75 years old. So I have like an old pair of my previous prescription that are not progressive. So those are what I have been using to drive because my only other pair are a pair of progressives in my old prescription, which really doesn't do me any good for distance or for up close. So I really don't, I I cannot drive in this pair that I'm wearing right now, but for like living life, they are fine. I have them on right now. Okay. So I have been going back and forth between these two pair of glasses. The ones that I drive with do not have the 
up close part at the bottom. So I can't really wear those any other time. The ones that I'm wearing that have the two visions, the bifocals, they don't fucking work for driving. Wait, is that what bifocals means? It's two? Yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. The more you know. Today I learned. <laughs> I so, was today years old. The right. I learned what so my, my I'm 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 uh nearsighted. I can't see far away. Okay. Um my up close vision used to be really great. It's still decent, but uh it was until this last uh year. My eye doctor said that after 40-ish the muscles in your eyes start to deteriorate to a point where you begin to need the up close vision. It's not necessarily your your eyesight. Some shit. I don't know. Oh, Lord. And I was like, no, 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 no. I don't need that. And then the next year when I went back, I was like, oh, so I need that, sis. Because I was finding myself having to like pull my glasses up when I was reading something. And I was oh, like, oh, is that why people do that? With yes. Because they, because they're wow. probably, yes. And so then you end up buying readers, which I'm not, I don't like. Let me tell Those you. Those are the like cheap ass glasses that they sell at the Target. Yeah, sometimes they could be really expensive. They've upgraded them. You could get like with blue light blocking or, you know, like, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I um I realize I give glory to God on this day and all days for every morning that I wake up every year I turn because the alternative is death. I I am very aware and grateful that you have to get older. But what I do not want to do citizens of T-town is get old. <laughs> so like there's a distinction and like sitting in a dark like low lit bar doing the up and down with your glasses it's not a look it's not a look it's not cute i mean people did make it look jazzy for years <laughs> they did but it's just like and when i start to see my brother and he be doing old people stuff i'm like oh dog you are old like the text what he be doing the text on his phone <laughs> is so oh is it gigantic big. it's huge but then like now i because i haven't been able to see for a month i'm like i respect it <laughs> <laughs> like i might have to i might have to turn the volume up on my shit just a little bit so anyway very long story i uh had to replace my glasses so when i went in december because I have whatever benefits I have, you only get frames every two years, but you get lenses every year. I really liked the pair of glasses that I had. And so I just redid my lenses, even though I had frame benefits. So my out of pocket was still in December, like $350 because it costs hella money to see an eye doctor, probably because really? you only go once a year. So they really want to get their money out of you. Oh. Yeah, it's like the dentist. It's it's those the dentist and the eye doctor. They run your motherfucking pockets because you don't really see them that often, unless you're a bad patient. Someone said uh, on Twitter that they need to stop calling it dental insurance. It's really a coupon code. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For real. Um. So, and mind you, these are the only two body parts that feel like inside parts on the outside, the teeth and the eyes. I don't understand why that shit not covered with the rest of the body. Not inside parts on the outside. That's... They are. Your again. eyeballs and your teeth, like your teeth are your skeleton. Let's keep yeah. it a bean. 
And your eyeballs, that's like an internal organ. You can't touch it. <laughs> I mean, some people can, and I don't like that. Yeah, I can't touch it. You can't like you can't like <laughs> can't scratch it. it without fucking it up. But eyeball, that is an inside part. Right. That shit should be included. <laughs> Why is it extra, first of all? It's um, not guacamole, so, nigga. Like, right. I came with these parts. <laughs> I need these. And I need to be able to see, to live Correct. my life. So I go into the thing yesterday. I just pulled up at the last minute because I was like, I can't put this off anymore because I'm about to become the I can't drive at night bitch again. And I don't like her. Right. Um, So I was like, okay, so I lost my glasses. I know I have my frame benefit this year. I've already paid for lenses uh, this year. I would love to not spend a ton of money. And she was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. She's like giving me the good news. Your friend, you want to just keep the frames you already had? I'm like, yes, I loved them. If I don't have to try on a bunch of glasses today, that would be fucking fantastic. No, but they mean the actual physical frames, not a new pair of frames, I'm guessing. No, like she, she, I, because I, I have nothing to show for. I lost my glasses, but okay. the frame that I've, but I've, the frame that I've been using for the last like four years, they have it in the computer. Okay. She knows, she knows what my glasses are. So she was like, we have these. Do you just want the same pair of glasses? I'm like, oh my God, yes. Um. So then she was like, okay, with your um benefit, the frames are only going to cost you $30. I'm like, hell yeah. Oh my God, that's like, great. We're vibing. We're vibing. And then she goes, okay, but your progressive lenses, and then you have this um whatever glare protector plus the um insurance, that's going to be like $735. In my mind, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> bruh, bruh. <laughs> in my mind she said, oh, oh the expensive part is only $30 but this right. part that's covered is yeah. yeah yeah so she so in my mind when I'm driving to the optometrist the reason why I have put it off for so long because I'm like it's going to be like $200 I don't got it right now <laughs> so when she said 700 and so I was like for just I know you fucking lying. The lenses? Like just the lenses? I know you fucking lying. So people who don't have health insurance and have vision problems, what do they do? Walk around blind? The shit that I've been doing for the last month, probably. Getting those drugstore readers and doing whatever they can do to try to see. Wow. So then I talked her down. I was like, well, first of all, I don't need this elite um, <laughs> coding. <laughs> um, I don't want to do the protection plan because if I lose or break these motherfuckers, then I'm going to be going to $39glasses.com and pushing my glasses up and down because fuck the progressive. Which is what I'm going to do anyway. I'm going to get Wait, a second pair. Can you um, explain something for clearly just my dumb ass since everybody yes. else knows how this shit works yes progressives are the ones that go sorry sunglasses to yes uh, yes okay okay yeah. see yeah see so but this is yes but this is the thing i don't like progressives because again 
I know I'm getting older, but I don't want to get old. And I feel like progressive lenses are old as fuck, bro. Like we're outside and suddenly your glasses got a tint to them. I mean, I'm not fucking with the it. The reason Nana. that I know what progressives are <laughs> is because my grandmother used to have them. And listen, they are practical. And if your glasses are cute, you've suddenly got a very cute pair of sunglasses on too. I am impractical. Audrey was not going in her purse to go in and out of the damn Right. Bag. Right. But I'm dumb. I'm impractical. I'm vain. I'm still trying to be cute. And I don't want to pay $700 for a pair of prescription sunglasses, first of all. And I also am not paying to put that little magic tint on my motherfucking lenses. So I am buying like $9 sunglasses and just not being able to see. That's how that works. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So it's fucked up. It's really fucked up. So I think in truth, in troth, what I'm going to do is go on to one of the very cheap uh, glasses and get a pair of sunglasses prescription and a pair of my just single focus prescription glasses to have in case something happens to my now (laughs) $1,400 pair of glasses. That is bullshit. This shit ain't Versace, it ain't Gucci, it ain't Prada, it ain't Fendi. Like, it's prescription. <laughs> right. Like, the, the amount of money she just quoted me gets me almost halfway to my designer bag that I've always wanted. I'm like, really, bitch? Like, you just snatched my dream right out of my hands. And it doesn't make any goddamn sense because I didn't become not able to see because of my own actions. And even if that was the case, I still gotta see. You still do have to see, unfortunately. Which goes further to the way that disabled people are treated in this motherfucking country. Sorry, people with disabilities. Like, through either no fault of your own, you were born that way, an accident, or maybe it is something that you did to yourself. Now you need assistance because the world is not designed to be helpful to you. And on top of that, it's not, it's like, we just went through a fucking, we're still in, a health crisis that has yeah. made so many more people now are living with disabilities. Yeah. And healthcare being connected to employment in this country, who is on the verge of the biggest economic crisis we have ever possibly faced. Yeah. It does not make any goddamn sense. It really doesn't. And like, I, I barely can't see. Right. But it's enough like that it, it affects my entire <laughs> Right. It's enough that it affects my entire life. Could I maybe drive home without glasses? I did the, la- the day I lost the motherfuckers and I almost crashed because somebody was coming into my lane. I don't know if that was based off of my vision or the fact that I was just in <laughs> Virginia like, and people can't more. drive. <laughs> I can't call it. But I know for the good of all, I probably should be wearing glasses when I drive a vehicle. It says that on my driver's license. People in Poughkeepsie are very strange behind the wheel, though. Yes. Except I saw somebody do the dumbest shit. Part two, can I get a remix? (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, um, okay. Okay. This don't make no goddamn sense. Oh, come on, come on. I want to talk about her, too. Um, So, I figured. I was driving to work today, today, this week, and this woman with Pennsylvania plates, so not to put all the onus on the Poughkeepsie people, 
was doing the dumbest shit I've ever seen a driver do. So well, she you know, was Pennsylvania speeding. is a broke city and everybody in it is. And everybody in it. <laughs> oh my God. That is from the archives. If somebody can tell me the name of that episode, I will repost it. Like this <laughs> it was such a good one. <laughs> that was like the best meanwhile on Instagram we ever did. <laughs> My God. <laughs> oh my God. Um uh so she was like so she got on the freeway speeding, just like tailgating everybody. So for no reason, starting out for doing no fucking shit. reason. Just starting out doing dumb shit. And I was like, Oh dear God, please don't I don't want to be anywhere near this fucking person. <laughs> I do so that then, too. I'm like, okay, you you <laughs> take your space. Yeah, you obviously want to get there five seconds before everybody else, and you're willing to risk all of our lives to do that. Right. Um, I think it's the people that are, um, and I'm coming for all of you. I don't care. You're <laughs> oh, so you insane. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. I've been wronged. I don't have any money. I'm mad. I'm at my very worst right now, and it's been raining all weekend. The only worst thing could be being on my period. But glory God, since I have been victim <laughs> my have uterus, I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> anymore <laughs> this is the only like i'm going through some heartbreak i'm fucking broke it's raining like i'm ready to let you all know how i feel about you today okay people who think that driving you the in the act of driving you should always be moving they really get on my nerves sometimes driving involves slowing down and stopping yeah People are we're on holiday. Like we can't go. We can't fucking go. There are other cars in front of us impeding the flow of traffic. So right. you honking and riding my bumper doesn't make the traffic flow any better. Hitting my bumper. Not hitting it, but all up on. Oh, it. I was like, and oh, if no. every time you get behind the wheel of a car, you're having anger episodes, maybe it's you. Maybe it's you. Every time you drive a car, you're angry. Maybe. Anyway, this bitch was tailgating people. So she was in the second from the slow lane. So then she sped up and passed on the right in the slow lane and got behind someone else. Which you're technically order... not supposed to do, right. but I have done it. <laughs> and and got behind someone else and and tail and rode their bumper. Like if you want to go faster than the lane you're driving in, go to the left. But sometimes and my mom told me this all the time and I didn't I mean, I believed her, but I was just like, that doesn't make any sense. But like people want to drive in the left lane just for shits and giggles. They're not trying to like move. But there was no one on her left. Oh, that's dumb. Those lanes were unoccupied. So if you really wanted to drive faster than people, it was just like she wanted to tailgate people. She was trying to make everyone drive faster that morning. She was having a she was having a day. Chow cheese, fuck her. <laughs> anyway, what's the tea? Um, no, no. Go ahead. Oh my God. Oh, oh, God. Oh, 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 no, baby. No, no, no. I've got some I've got some bile in my spirit. Go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna see I'm gonna see if you recognize the tune. <clears throat> this don't make no goddamn sense. Oh shit. <laughs> don't make no goddamn sense. What the fuck is that? 
I want to be down. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. That is fucking genius. (laughs) That's what we should do now. Every time, right? Um, this don't have <laughs> no goddamn sense. <laughs> no, you know, I would have, um, I would have got it if you were like, this don't make no. <laughs> oh, see, I wouldn't have picked that up. This don't make no goddamn sense. Don't make none. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Now I got it. It's very clear now. <laughs> oh, Brandy. <laughs> uh, Robert Glasper that has been recently quoted as calling her the vocal Bible. She sings so well, she tricks the machines, everyone. Don't, don't listen. Listen. Don't. <laughs> I'm you, preaching to you the choir. You keep me on my train of thought, goddammit, okay? <laughs> yes, go ahead. All right. So, I understand. Go ahead, yes. Let that preach. <laughs> I understand a couple of things. I understand that the goal of, of like, institutionalizing equity throughout an institution is to make life better for everybody. You know what I mean? Like I, I you mm-hmm. know, DEI platforms and programs are really about removing systems of oppression writ large. It's not about, you know, the sort of like mythological black supremacy. Although like, I mean, can we try it? It might be lit, but it's fine. Right. We, let's try anything <laughs> but this. Can we just give it a shot for like like a hot 300 years just just to see um but i I, i'm struggling (laughs) i'm struggling Hmm. because i am trying to understand and hold space for like platforms that talk about diversity um but like lose mm. sight of anti-blackness. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Say, say more about that. Because I, I feel like the reason that the reason why we're here is is to address the root cause of anti-blackness at the root of of every system of oppression. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, um, we, you, social social scientists scientists have talked about this for years. That like, it's all really a tree of white supremacy. It's misogyny is on is a leaf, homophobia is a leaf, transphobia is a leaf, ableism is a leaf. Like, absolutely. And I just. I'm struggling with people playing the oppression Olympics in 2023. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it doesn't make any goddamn yeah. sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's, you know, it's, it. Uh, okay. So the lie 
that white supremacy the the lie that white supremacy tells is that there's a winner correct the winner is white supremacy correct and like even white people don't always um get the benefit they lose of the, of a lot white supremacy yeah but so the, but everybody believes the lie and i think because the lie is predicated on you always being better than someone and humans by nature love that shit yeah that's why even non-white people will be a uh, uh what you call it a, a proponent not a proponent but even sometimes unknowingly you are in support of white supremacy Absolutely. i mean look at florida hell I mean, yeah. And so I'm, what I'm starting to see is a lot of those companies that, you know, were doing the 2020 post George, George Floyd's murder. Child, that shit is gone. Like, we hear you, we see you, we're hiring people. That All of it is gone. Most of it is gone. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like to press the fast forward button to when we stop being dumbasses. Yeah. Because I'm finding, I'm deeply fatigued at how unserious so many people are. So many people. I, I realize I actually like shouldn't have started to tell the story on mic because there's some more I want to say, but can't do it. So I will wait for our post-production meeting. But when I tell you that I continue to be plucked, if you will. At the, like, profound unseriousness of people who, in the spirit of, like, claiming um, a kind of liberation from systems of oppression are just, like, being clowns. It's, like, Like this. Yes. And I, and, like, what you and I were talking about, like, the, the people who so desperately want to appear oppressed... It's clownery. It's always so interesting to me when, like, gentrifiers, for example, will move into a neighborhood because it's cheap, but front because they're typically liberal people, Mm -hmm. front like they are there for the cultural aspects of it, and then use their whiteness, yes, to, to, to... to demonize the culture (laughs) and then those same people will be like i'm a member of xyz marginalized group but also working as a tool for For the oppressor (laughs) yeah yeah i i just and even in your non-binariness that white woman victimhood don't ever go away (laughs) You have to really do inner work to not fall into that. And and here here's the and and the the thing I realized is like the only real kind of accountability that really stands up to anything is the accountability that you hold yourself to. But if you're a person who's mm-hmm. like inscrutable, you can't really force that work on anybody. Mm-hmm. Which is well, and really it's hard. lonely too, because the more, yeah, it's very lonely because the more enlightened you are, the more work you do, the less peers you have, because majority of people are not trying to like 
dig up the deepest trauma they've experienced and sort it out. (laughs) Well, and, and like, and this other idea that acknowledging trauma, acknowledging that you have trauma isn't actually sufficient in doing the work. You actually need to engage with it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't mean to preach on Sunday. Okay, um Iyanga. But I feel like, you know, let's obviously with the last you know, let's call it four hundred years, but easily the last five mm-hmm. have been really traumatic for all of us. And and mm-hmm. I feel like people are now with a lot of this language being like, I have trauma, I'm traumatized, this is traumatizing. But it's like, okay, how are you, as a person who purports to walk through this life with agency, how are you an advocate for your own healing? Mm-hmm. Which is, and then those people get into the into the diversity, equity, inclusion space, and it more so becomes about how you can create comfort for them rather than actual inclusion. Or also dismantling systems of oppression that actually don't center yes. their feelings being hurt. Yes, we're um, going to have a, a a float in the Pride Parade this year for my, oh my company. Oh my god! Look at you! I know, I'm on the Tiger team. What this is the, the first fuck time we're ever... does that mean? I know that it's, it's it's. I don't know if it's a corporate term or like I think it's a corporate term. Um, it's just like a very. I don't. I'm like, what the fuck is a tiger team, bro? Um, but it's the group of people to like begin the formation of some shit. Not you like, beginning the okay, formation with the internet. Come on, uh, I had to look it up too because I was like, what the fuck is that? It's uh, so the internet, Wikipedia specifically, a tiger team is a team of specialists assembled to work on a specific goal or to solve a particular okay. problem. They call it a tiger team. Because it's a military term that was made famous by NASA, who deployed a tiger team during the Apollo 13 mission in 1970. Okay. Come on, tiger. Um, so because this is, so we're doing, like, we're revamping a lot about the company and um, the, the ERG employee resource groups are now becoming, um, like, group specific versus um, ge- geography uh-huh. specific. So um, there's about to be uh, an LGBT plus employee resource group in the company, but we just don't have enough people like in certain offices to make it pop. So it has to pop across the entire country. So this um, is one of the activities that the the company wide tiger team had put on the radar. So now we are, yeah, yeah. So now we are in a tiger team to do the very first company that I work for pride event. And so we were having a discussion about logistics and you know, whatever. And I said something, uh, because I'm me and I was like, no, not you, (laughs) right. (laughs) Not to be negative, Nicole, but are are we anticipating backlash? Uh, you know, fair question because we do have these like monthly talks um, that are focused on different things per, you know, so like we've done pride talks, uh, we've done pride like newsletter, but we haven't had like a talk about pride yet, but we do it for black history, Asian history, women history, Native like, so we've, it's not unlike this company to be, uh, 
for lack of a better term, woke. Uh, there was a statement that put out, got put out, like for, for my sensibilities, I feel like I align with the values Come on, of the Vision values. that I work for. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that everybody does. And I don't know that it's a small minority of people who don't because of the industry I work in, which I wouldn't. Yeah, I was like, say. you're really testing yeah, no. my yeah, no, no. <laughs> my mental yeah, no. right now no, no, so no, that no. I can talk around this. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, please, please. Um, so and the what is that noise? Um, so the person in charge is like we have anticipated that and somebody else chimed in and said that they there's meetings now because people are talking about pronouns and like people are all up in arms about da 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 and i'm like it's funny to me that we're jumping through hoops to protect these people who are on the side of offending Correct. everybody because they have just freely said wild shit to me throughout my entire motherfucking career <laughs> so like Not if they're about to be that. mad because of I feel uh -huh. like calling you colored gal and shit. <laughs> Not that, because I wouldn't have a job or my freedom. But yes, um, <laughs> I've been called colored gal in theater. <laughs> just put just putting that out there. Um, so you know, I I'm like I just want to be realistic yeah. about the shit. And our leader is kind of like, yeah, we're you know we're ready for that, and we've got FAQs, and if anybody has a problem, they can come to and talk to me. So she's like ten toes down because she has support of management, which I think is, is wonderful. Um, and then like my personal reticence is I'm not necessarily out, but I'm not in yeah. either. Like I do not really discuss my personal life or my dating style love style at work yeah, at all but there are other uh straight people on the tiger team so it's not like everybody's gonna be like oh you're gay which i don't care because i'm not whatever i'm not gay i'm not straight i'm just i'm very gen x i'm sorry if that bothers people but i don't really feel like a label is appropriate i like who i like nicole buyer was just talking about this on her podcast like i don't know i just know i'm not straight <laughs> whatever that, <laughs> that is sounds terrible right and i've never gone to a pride parade wait before. really and i find that right it's fucking How fascinating fuck? to me because june Exactly. Because June, I was either like doing a show or like it was graduation season or birthday or whatever. And so like, I just Actually, was never, I need, take, I need to take a break. It, doesn't it? Right. I know. I'm, call me in community member. Um, but then also the older I got, the more the idea of being at a crowded event with a bunch of people was with just not my jam. I've never been. People. Right. Right. Um, I've never been to beta breakers. Oh, that shit is whack. Right. I just, I'm not yeah. a parade person. It's not my, my, my jam. Um, so like also because it is America and people are liable to shoot shit up, especially when they don't agree with the thing being yeah. celebrated. Now I'm pumped with fear that somebody's going to come and shoot up the parade. I feel like that's, well, no. I was going to say I feel like in Poughkeepsie that's less likely because of... I don't know yeah. about that. <laughs> they ran up in the Capitol. 
But I'm going to do it. And I'm very excited about That's it. That's really... Are you, like, planning choreography? Is there, like, shit that you're doing no. on the float? Like, you got to get the people a show. So, technically, it's not a float. We're driving. We have a vehicle. So, you could do either a float or you could do a vehicle. Or this you is could something just much less impressive so we, by the minute. So, first, now you haven't been to, but, you haven't been to a float. I know. I said a float. I know. Um, but we will have a, ve- a decorated vehicle that people can walk around and be inside. Well, that sounds lovely. When when is it? Yeah. In June. I was like, <laughs> I, I, all pride parades in June? I don't know. <laughs> so someone told me a couple of years uh, ago that apparently it, pride is on like a rotating schedule or like a, um, not rotating, it like moves across the country so that it culminates in California, but they oh, start okay. a little earlier. The parade is June 10th and there's a festival on June 11th. Yeah, I'm excited for many reasons. Like the fact that my, the company that I work for, it it aligns with me ideologically. And this is their first one, right? The fact that I'm participating. Yeah, because World Pride is in DC next year. So by participating this year, we could get a chance to to participate in World Pride, which would be very incredible. Yeah. So, you know, for me, it's like a big uh, touch point in my life right now. And I'm and I'm very happy to be participating. Congratulations. Thank you. You're a winner, baby. Um, what's the tea? Uh, did you finish watching Beef? No, I haven't even started. I'm going to start it. It's just, it feels like something that I've been in a, a healing space. Amen. So I've been doing a lot of like comfort watching. What have you been comfort watching? Last night I watched because I said so. What is that? <laughs> <gasps> I was like, I've been busy. Diane. <laughs> it's old. It's so oh, old. Oh, the, um, um, the Nancy Di- Myers movie. Is that uh-huh. a book? <laughs> uh, no, Nancy Myers is a famous director. She'd be doing the movies with the good, with the yeah. nice ass kitchens. Oh, I don't know. It was two thousand seven. Them kids, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Directed by Michael Lehman. Yes. And Mandy Jamika Moore. Amanda. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that. Um, I watched. What did I watch? All of something. Oh, Tiny Beautiful Things. Bitch. The play? Don't watch that. It, it's a book, but it's on Hulu oh, now. Okay. It's really good, but it's very triggering for me on so many levels. It's like levels. sad, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's that good kind of sad that I can get really wrapped up in. So I was like, ooh, addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Not them having we don't, we, we recognize her. Down to the damn Hulu. Right. Right. Ooh, this is my strain, right. bitch. I was like, don't. oh, it's raining. Right. Don't do me with the um yeah. 
and I love Katherine Hahn. It was just really well done, but it was so triggering to me. Um, I watched, I caught up on Grand Crew, which I feel like all of oh y'all my God. should be watching yeah, I, as much as oh, everyone. Good. Yeah. Um, I'm as much as everyone loves Abbott. I wish we could spread some love over to Grand Crew. Yeah. That's a really good show. It's fucking hilarious. Um, what else did I watch? Chow. Every time I try to watch some reality TV, I'm like, I don't want, I don't want this any longer. Except, baby. What? Seeking brother husband. What the fuck is that? AKA my new um weekly aspirational television watch. From the people who brought you Seeking Sister Wives, TLC presents Seeking Brother. Are you? This is real? <laughs> oh, dead ass. And two of the women are black? <laughs> so, you know, I'm in there. Like, brand new swimwear. Oh, my God. Not Seeking Brother Husbands. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. There are many black african-americans on this season <laughs> actually this one lady her and her husband they're basically like homies uh-huh. carl and he doesn't really want to have sex anymore so she went and found a new boyfriend uh-huh. tiger oh. i think is his name he wears colored oh, contacts no, no, and that's Coca-Cola. just my people my people my people um but now that relationship is getting kind of stale for her and mama is like i need (laughs) why is there two men and no dick so they're looking for a third and they're also trying to find a house a third husband not a third as in a triad so they're also trying to find a, a house because currently she sleeps in the same bed with tiger the new boyfriend because her and her husband, they don't have sex. But she's saying now her and Tiger don't have sex. And they just be in the bed like cousins. So she wants to get a new spot where she would have her own bedroom. The logistics of this sound really complicated. No, it doesn't. Where's the complexity? The bed I'm sleeping in. See, the, okay. Okay, so like the the plural married people they be having schedules you sleep here this night this night this night and the people who can't afford it or they have a big enough house typically mormons there will be like one room that is the main you know like first wife where his primary primary stuff is ideally for me i think it would be cute to have like a duplex situation and all the men live on one side <laughs> and I live on the other side and they rotate okay. in you like ring a, you like and then i get like one no we've got a schedule we've got a google doc and like one weekend a month is as everybody gets to be by themselves and if they have their other partners that's cool they could be next door that sounds so organized I'm saying it sounds so ideal. And like they are, you know, it, it it would be very difficult to find three men who would be willing to do that. But clearly, as I, I'm seeing on my television, <laughs> this, listen, there's a possibility model in front of me. And everybody is black in this situation. Her husband's black. 
Where does she live? I said that. I don't know where they live. Um, I haven't been I was paying like, close enough move? attention, I guess. And there's another. No, I don't think so. And there's another black lady who also has two partners. There's a white lady who has a husband and a black partner, but he's um, Vincent. He don't know no black oh, people. Oh, that's unfortunate. But he does have a, a good haircut. He's very attractive. I think actually Vincent is a very good looking man, but he's distraught, right? So his his girlfriend and her husband, he's the only outside partner, but now she wants to start dating and he's like, absolutely Ooh. not. <laughs> yeah, So she, but she's like, you don't get to say that. So you could either learn to like it or step. And he's like best friends now with the husband and the husband is not struggling. And so he's having to like, you know, be a, a brother, a brother husband to him. Wow. Like, listen, this what is... we're trying to do. But, but the black people are the only ones who are like commitment ceremonied, you know, like the other people are just kind of like, not just, but they're, they're dating. And so it's a very, it's a very, um, not popular polyamorous mm -hmm. dynamic, but I think controversially sometimes that plural marriage is under the non-monogamy umbrella because you are dealing with a monogamous set of wives or husbands in this case who are married to a non-monogamous spouse because none of the outside the brother husbands they don't have outside relationships in these scenarios that's i mean i i i am so happy that we live in a time where people like actually have language to ask for what they want and need and like get those things mm -hmm. but people have always been doing this stuff that's the thing it's like the whole argument about like people being trans. Like, oh no, no! I trans. I believe always. that polyamory's like always been, you know. But this is not even really. This is not like textbook polyamory. This is polyandry. This is polygamy. Because they're having like with the intent on bringing another husband into their marriage. And so the distinction is is like they trying just to the, like the shared com the shared marriage commitment that's the distinction so in in poly polyandry polygamy there is one one husband and multiple wives the wives do not consort, not consort. with each other and they don't have other relationships you said cannot they don't they do not because usually it's religion based and homosexuality is oh shown. right they can't relate with each other or have outside relationships okay polyamory non-monogamy is exactly that it's you're not monogamous these women are in essence each having a monogamous marriage with one man or in this case, these men and, and this one woman. Or the man is living his, or it, it has multiple partners. The man is only married to the wives. He's not out there, unless it's time to get a, another wife, which they would decide as oh, a family. Oh, so it's like a team decision. 
Yeah. And typically one of the wives from the, doing the, the programs that I've watched is doing the scouting. Like we have literally so it's 36 like children. Out here being we like, need we another need pair of hands. Wide receiver, even though I know Jeannie Buss yes. works for the Lakers. Yes. yes we, need, we need a, a power fucking forward. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> like, we losing too many points on the double dribble. We need, we need. Right. <laughs> Get top on the ball. Yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. Yes. And to me, the major distinction of polyamory is people being able to have multiple either sex partners. I mean, well, polyamory is specifically about relationships. Non-monogamy oh, in general. Oh, I actually didn't think I, I don't think not, I knew that. I thought polyamory was everything like down to, you know, just being non-monogamous without commitment. I mean, if we're being literal, it means sure. many loves. Um, but swingers, they're having multiple sex partners usually together, or you have people who have like open relationships where they are allowed to have sex with other people, but they tend to stay away from developing relationships outside of their main relationship. Polyamory is specifically talking about having multiple loving, committed relationships. I, yeah, I think, you know, I Yes, to your point, it's always been happening. But I, I think what I'm, what I, what I meant to say is that I, I, it sounds like there's better vocabulary about it, and people who are curious about it are discovering that love style and finding ways to not carry some of that like sh- ignorance-based shame into their relationships. Yeah. Like there was some woman on some thing on Instagram that she was like debunking this thing about this woman was like well my husband is seeing this girl at the gym so i invited her over to my house or whatever and she was like you know i think it's really important because there's this misconception that people who are bisexual or non-monogamous don't have rules of engagement to engage with integrity with their partners and that's not true right and it's also the thing where people will like you I used to be one of these people who would like suggest non-monogamy as a a, a band-aid for cheating. Well, like, well, then they mm-hmm. should just be non-monogamous. But like true polyamory, whatever, requires so much communication mm-hmm. and honesty and transparency. And like it's just not a thing that I would recommend for somebody who just gets off on being duplicitous or can't make a decision. Like yeah, that's not different. what this is. But there's also not one way to do it. And I think just like with, which would avoid many arguments on Twitter, like the people you want to see naked, make sure y'all align on the terms uh, and conditions. Not the people you want to see naked. And don't worry about what everybody else is doing. <laughs> like if you want to mutually see somebody naked, maybe talk to them about the terms and conditions and don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Yeah, I mean- minding your own business is is truly like advanced level adulting and i don't know that we're i don't think that we're in our it's discounted right now it's free it's always been free but it's not it hasn't been easy (laughs) yes unlimited no the bottomless not bottomless bottomless (laughs) bottomless business like a mimosa you nasty Yes, come on. Yes, title of the show. <laughs> Bottomless business mind. I love it. We should start an app. Don't steal our stuff, y'all. 
Free ninety nine, child. All you can, all, <laughs> all you can do is mind your own. It's funny too because whenever people ask me questions about it, their questions are about, always oh, about, about sex, about, and about I'm not people. saying that there. Oh no, about sex, and I'm not saying that there aren't people who are polyamorous just to like. I mean, the sex sit on mini dicks, part. but like. Yeah, but if this is sex is a important part of any relationship, and I was never <laughs> I would never ask a virtual stranger when they're just like, Oh, I just got engaged to be like, How many times a week are y'all sure. fucking? I would never ask someone that. You 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 wouldn't? I Not if I just that's met them. What makes you and Vanessa Lachey different? <laughs> <laughs> not today jesus we are landing this plane uh, child um hey yeah, boo go ahead. oh i wanted to say something before hey boo so um cnn fired don lemon which we will discuss Whoa, at a later time um Okay, Fox News fired Tucker Carlson, which we will never have to discuss. Fuck them kids. Fuck that lady. Fuck them. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> Fuck them. Um, but then I was like, we need a third. We need a third. And I saw an announcement that um, carpool karaoke was over because obviously James Corden Bye. is leaving the late show. And there was a time when I really loved James Corden. And I don't know what he did i think i read somewhere that he was like rude to people on set but the internet made him per, like He's public an enemy number one and i is that what it is okay because i was like why do i dislike this man because i used to really he's, like him he's like very smug and an asshole and yeah he seems a lovely person like his television well, persona and also, he's best friends with Adele. And that counts for a lot these days. And I, yeah, because I feel like Adele is good people. Um, so she hurts. surprised him and did. No, I'm here. <laughs> I love her. She just seems like a cool ass chick. Um, so she surprised him and did the very last carpool karaoke with him. And they were like crying. Like it was really a good episode. One of her songs off her new album, she wrote after having a conversation oh, wow. with him. And basically he was saying like, he's going back to London, to England because people are getting old and his family is growing and he doesn't want to do that away from home, which I understand after these last three years, the world has been in fucking turmoil. And so she's like, I don't know how I'm going to do LA without you, but I'm just not ready to go. And it was just giving me tease of our friendship. We were this? moving what? across the country from each other. Who hurt you? I know. It, it was so sad. <laughs> but if y'all ever liked James Corden before the internet told you not to like him, I would highly suggest going and watching this last carpool karaoke with Adele because it was so She precious. said, I do and not want a Tony because I like, fucking hate musicals. <laughs> and then sing fucking Don't Rain on My Parade down. I mean, the, the lady down. can sing. Mm-hmm. And can. Okay. Hey, boo. Mm-hmm. <sighs> My hey, boo is not ski. Oh, well, wait a minute. Okay. okay. I'm going to just say it. It's unconventional. It's unconventional. Okay, so 
Oh, we're going. So you know that like I used to love Kevin Smith. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I had to hear the name two times in my brain, but yes. And he, yes. And we have, we, we, we broke Wait, up. Why did y'all break up? It wasn't a, um, I'm, okay. So at first he was like, he was always a hardcore Catholic, which almost turned me atheist when I was 19 years old. And thankfully I jumped denomination. So he had definitely gone through that thing as a Catholic person and he was starting to be very like anti-God, which again, your business, I get it. There is enough evidence as to why, um, but it just for at the place that I was at the time, it, was, I wasn't fucking. Okay. And then like I, right. And then like I, a, again, started to consume more media and wanted to consume less all white media, particularly um, cis white men. So he did have a show with a, with a black person, but like by that time I was already like, I'm gone. And then he quit smoking weed. And so he sort of became an anti-weed like evangelist person. But then he was like, not anti-weed, but whatever. So for many reasons, we grew okay. apart and had to, and I had to amicably end our relationship but I've always had like an eye on him like when he had that heart attack I got kind of reinvested and um so he was doing this thing on people magazine being very transparent about having a mental health break he said he had a break with reality and he went to a facility and got treatment like an inpatient facility um and he was talking about how um early trauma from like a sexual abuse situation when he was six to a teacher like fat shaming him in front oh of a God. classroom when he was nine that totally changed the trajectory of his life and in order to show up he had to create this other per persona that he would call the other guy and he said that at a certain point it became unchecked and that person was the only person showing up like in every aspect of his life and he said he lost complete touch with reality and had like disassociated so he went to the facility and got treatment and for that he is my hey boo this week and also and also his beloved little dog shecky died and i feel like my dog died i've cried so much over shecky dying so like special love to one of my dearest exes kevin smith and no, we did not ever actually go together. <laughs> you know, people gotta ask, like, wait a minute, did y'all? <laughs> right. He looks so good. He he like weighs like 180 pounds. He's fit as a fiddle after having that widow widowmaker heart attack. I thought you were making a cute voice. <laughs> I was like, what is it called? No, a widow widowmaker. Um, which is odd to me because the he cites weed as one of the reasons why he's still alive because normally somebody who has that kind of a massive heart attack does not survive but because he was hella high his doctors were like yeah you were calm like you know whatever but he also said that he um started smoking weed to escape and he doesn't need that distraction any longer so i respect it that's, that's great i think being rigorous about how you every time rigorous every time what <laughs> i don't know why i think you're about to be like r r i don't know rigor mortis rigor mortis girl rigor mortis <laughs> being rigorous about you know like 
why you use a particular medicine is always a good idea. Yeah. So good for him. That's great. Yeah. Um, yes. I've just had so little fucks to give about basketball these days. Child, don't, today, today, Wardell, today, Clay, today, Draymond, today, on today, what you want, what, what you, you would want, want to, to fucking do? do. By the time this podcast comes out, either don't fucking talk to me or don't say shit to me. So either way, <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. Either right. way, it's a loot. Just, just don't nobody bring me no fucking bad news. Listen, I'm. I don't even think I can watch. I'm gonna try. I have plans today, but the person that I have plans with was like, "Do you want to meet up early and watch the game?" And so, yes, <laughs> yes. But he have never met Game Seven, oh, Nicole. Shit. So <laughs> that's also, yeah. you know, I I don't know, you know when it'll happen but i do i want to send a special apology um to none of my exes because fuck them all but um <laughs> i'm so sorry that they had to meet grand slam final reggie <coughs> oh just sorry to them no, I'm sorry to like <laughs> don't speak to me <laughs> And if she loses, which happened a lot after she met that man, um, then my whole fucking day is ruined. Yeah. <laughs> ruined. She, that shit ruined my birthday. Like, it was bad. Oh, it was so bad. It was so mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, maybe Game 7 Nicole is not the person they get introduced today, but I don't know. Maybe. Fuck it. It's 2023, nigga. It's time. Yeah, and they're a huge sports fan, too, so it's not like they are uh, they don't have their, you know... His team just won the fucking Super Bowl, and he was texting me oh. drunk and loud. Dr- oh. so. <laughs> drunk and loud! That's also pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so who was your hey-boo? You're saying you're just no, not sports hey-boo team are right the now? Take care of fucking business, you punk bitches. I was gonna say because eventually, what you finna do if it's us versus the Lakers? Who I will feel for? like, or I'll feel like, or what's that you finna claim? My two children <laughs> just watching. <laughs> and she be asleep too. Just or watching don't the even game. Be like, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm just Wait, here so then, I don't get fined. Semi- that would be the other semifinal, right? Oh fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch that shit. <laughs> No, me and Charmaine already were on Twitter like, so um, let's have a boundary setting conversation. <laughs> like, <this> is, <laughs> our relationship is going to survive this. We just need to take the proper exactly. um, pro- precautions to make sure that no one gets hurt. And we care enough about each other to discuss Being it. Being proactive about it is always a good motherfucking idea. Yeah. Probably we will just mute each other on Twitter, and we and I added a new boundary that we, there's no adding no, each other. No, that's so like we won't. Yeah, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Um. So meanwhile on Twitter, somebody 
posted a, a video of Usher doing like a live recording session and he sounded oh, fucking incredible. And yeah, and someone quote tweeted and said, I can't believe y'all compared him to that flipping <laughs> Newport. And really, I could drop the mic right there because somebody says she ain't even have to say his name. We know exactly who she talking about. I'm to be fair, I think the the comparison went the other way. I think the front flipping Newport wanted to be Usher. Right, but every time somebody brings up Usher, the front flipping Newport stands are always like, "But look at our guy! But look at our guy!" And everybody's like, "No." (laughs) Right. Somebody said this tweet left me unmoored all day. What? (laughs) (laughs) The front flipping Newport is really, really spectacular. It's and it's just, so accurate. And so all the and so all the Chris fans are like, I want y'all to do more comparing and less comparing more um streaming. Why don't you put that energy into because his last thing went wood. Baby, this is what you do not understand. Usher never have to sell another record in his Correct. motherfucking also, life. The reason he is doing a residency in Vegas. Who is calling Chris Barnisha to do what? Currently. It's also to like He'd need to stop putting 55 songs on all of these damn projects. On an album? Don't nobody want to listen to a 37 like, track record, like you talking Drake? about Her's first album that had all them goddamn songs on it. Baby! I, the, uh, the sheer audacity of her to put 23 songs on that motherfucking album. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not listening to this. When am I? But meanwhile, SZA put out a motherfucking anthology well, and I listen to it like seconds. every other day. That's like right, Chloe. That's a, that's like, it, girl, can, can I get a can I get a bridge, please? Yeah. Why did it? Listen, anything under three minutes is not a song. It's an interlude. It's an interlude. Speaking of interludes, I'm so fucking obsessed with "We Might Be Falling in Love" by Victoria Monet. I blame T because Wait. I think he put it on that um, "Songs We Love Under Three Minutes." I'm I'm having a short circuit because, like, I played the fuck out of that album for four years. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just surprised that you have it, that you're not assigning the credit to me. Oh, okay, okay. No, you, I've never, um, we've never discussed Victoria Monet. My favorite bisexual icon. Yeah, I've seen little clips of her. I'm like, okay, I'm trying. I'm almost on the team. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get there. Um, I will. I will revisit the album, but I've been playing that minute and thirty two seconds. Um, Go ahead, over and over and over. Listen, and that into that into you haul might even let you move in it. No, but like, <laughs> yeah, but the but the on. but the lyrics on the first song landed on a plane like my back landed like a plane on my back. If you can't hold it, I have to revisit. I definitely enjoyed Jaguar when I heard it. It just I don't know where I was in my healing journey, but it didn't. It didn't grab me like Harry's Supersonic house Supersonic pussycat, me. just like a jaguar, silky black. So let me climb your wood like that. Yeah, I think it's because I'm in you my feelings. You got nine times to come hit that? 
I, it's because I'm in my feelings. Yeah, let me let me step into Ooh. my ass cunt. And, and, put, and, and cut like, that on. And the girl can yeah. dance. Yeah, no, I've seen videos of her. I was like, okay, she's she's got it. She's got the things. Because I don't expect her to be cutting up like that when I hear like this Correct. song, you know. So I I like it. It's giving. It's I'm gonna um cautiously dip on in because I I'm trying to get out of feelings, but I keep going back to SZA. I keep going back to Harry's house, which again I have. I'm openly admitting to falling in love with this album, which is very difficult for me because I'm in a me-centered existence where no love is allowed. So opening myself up to fall in love with this piece of art has been difficult, but I'm (laughs) willing to admit it. But even then, because you know how you know you're in love with an album. How do you know? Because your favorite song changes every other day. Every other day. Um, So I currently am just going to hear like my favorite song and then the one after it and the one after it, and then I have to start it over for the beginning so I we hear Chiron I'm in love wow. and I still don't think that it's better than Renaissance I also don't think any one song on it is better than any one song on Renaissance just want to say that but it is a lovely piece of art it is a vibe it's so fun and it's very pretty towards the end the back end is Really lovely. Wow. You did that. Okay. I know. I'm trying to think. And I'm sorry. I I want to publicly state that I have squashed my beef with Taylor Swift as a as a person. I don't have nothing against that girl. I have tried so many times to listen to Midnight's, and I cannot get past the third song. So maybe there's another album of hers that I need to start with. But I just I don't like think she's to, for me. Um, no hard feelings, Swifties. Be excluded from this narrative. Thank you so very <laughs> fucking much. The thing, the thing that I don't like the most about her is when you say to one of her fans that you don't care for her, and then they attack you. It's the same thing that happens to people in the beehive. Who's your favorite? So artist? I get it. I totally get it. That's what old girl huh? was, was saying on uh, with that show. Yeah, I almost called it Swarm. Buzz. Jesus. Oh, I never. I didn't see it yet. I, um, I didn't see it. Yet. Yeah, I don't. I, I appreciate it from a from a standpoint, but also like um, also a standpoint. Um, but also like I just don't think she's. Here's what I here's what I will say. Having sort of recently found myself against all better judgment, um, Ciao. consuming her music. There was one song of hers that like punched me right in the chest. And I, I mean, I mean, I mean wonderful Aretha songwriter. Didn't lie. Here's here's the thing: is that Aretha did not. Yeah. Lie, although she actually didn't say that about her. She said that about Alicia Keys. She didn't. Yeah, she, she said, said she wears gorgeous, gorgeous gowns. gowns. She wears, go- and I and I and listen. I get it. I'm trying. I'm trying, but it, I don't. I don't have any beef with her as a person. I actually think she's a pretty cool person who like stands up for marginalized people, and she has done some fighting and things to mm-hmm. make the music industry better. Like go Tay Tay. But the music, like if it's not, we're never ever getting back together or shake it off. I'm really not. Here's what I will say. It, I think her songwriting. She's obviously a better songwriter than she is a vocalist. That is. Yes, and I think that's my holdup. Okay, I'm not fucking with her because I like, 
as we all know, a singer songwriter, which means I have to you fuck do. with you which vocally is why, too. Against all our better judgment, the captain of the yeah. SS Feelings Express still has us in the chokehold. Yeah, because he can sing. Because he can sing. Because he can sing. India, I read elementary ass lyrics, but she could sing down. But she can sing. I don't know about elementary. I think they're they are <laughs> accessible because oh. she can write a song. God is real. Don't do her. It it that is. Song is we are made of the same stuff as the moon and the stars. The ocean, salt water, you just like me? my tears are. You feel me? Every the day sun rises and sets every day. That's how I know God is real. Come on. All, none of this is by chance, friend. You gonna, you're not going to do her as a songwriter. Isn't what you not I'm trying. Do. I'm just trying not to cry She's, today. Oh, so that would be really great if you could stop being listen for 20 minutes. And for whatever reason, I've been deep into Joni Mitchell. Oh, well, God. I know the reason because the bitch is going through some shit. But like, okay, a case okay. of you? you're being a bully, and Please. I, I'm gonna have to call <laughs> the DEI committee on you. Clouds, clouds, my nigga. The way she set that story up, like all these things. Like I used to think clouds were a cover for for the rain and like, you know, fun fluffy things in the air. And now, motherfucker, I've lived a little bit and had my heart broken a time or two. And now I see clouds a little bit differently because okay. I've seen it from both sides. You're, you're just, you're choosing to not stop. Life, love. I really, I really don't. After all these illusions and things that people have told me, I don't know you're shit. You're being a, a bully. And then, and then in the in the baddest bitch shit I've ever witnessed, re-recorded the song like 30 years later when her voice had dropped two octaves and was like doing it from a place of reflection. <laughs> Baby, you don't, you don't fucking know. I, That's I my you, bitch. I know she did blackface we, in the 80s. We did that, <laughs> I know, um, I know. Uh, Strange Loop concert like eight years ago. Um, and James, who was thought too in the show on Broadway, he said to me, he was like, you know who mm-hmm. you remind me of? He was like, it's giving black Joni Mitchell. And I was like, that is the nicest thing anyone's ever said. About yes. Ever. <laughs> okay. No, that was like when my fucking teacher was like. Uh, not the musical director was like, um, it's Elton's music, so you gotta sing it like Elton. I'm like, so I get to backfire, bitch. And he coached me because our director wanted to fucking cut a song from Aida, and he no, was well, like, they no, baby, cut them, we have to make him feel this. <laughs> the gods love the Netherlands, girl. I like. If I ever get canceled, the photos from that show will be used in the cancellation montage. Like, she did this coon shit. (laughs) 
I didn't know, baby. I was cast sight unseen. I couldn't start rehearsal until two and a half weeks into the rehearsal process. I was unaware until I walked into the rehearsal space that there was only four people in the motherfucking production. So don't do me. They had them white twinks who went to the damn suntan place. <laughs> mystic tan. <laughs> to the mystic blank, tan. Blank, blank, blank. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> the show was good as fuck, though. <laughs> because While you're I have also done a production or two at blank, 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 blank. <clears throat> okay. Okay. The now defunct. <laughs> we were just giving it all away this week, but it was a great show. I just was like, I cannot believe they, there's only four black people in this cast. The whole ensemble. <laughs> the whole ensemble. Even my sister was. Oh, I know who your sister was. I was like, who was your sister? Oh, 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 I know. Nehebka. Nehebka was. Oh, no, I was trying to. The actor. Oh, I couldn't tell you her last name, but I remember she could sing Mm -hmm. too. Sing down. Oh, that was like. She was the other one. uh, I'm thinking about. Yes. Yeah, no. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they, yeah. Um, she was like over riffing me, and I was like, "Oh, we haven't met. You could have it." <laughs> oh, like I, I grew up Catholic, baby. We don't go. I'm, I'm you want? Yeah, yeah. We're not having a riff off. <laughs> you want it? Yours. Oh Jesus. Yeah. All right. Now that we have ruined Just our reputation destroyed. back home. <laughs> This um, is the pastor. the Lord has made. But it's Bye. not the day for you to try it. Bye. Bye.